0: Girl, is this like I'm having a bad day that's extended into like I'm having a bad month? Is that ever going to end or are we just miserable forever now?
1: No, my love. We're on the back nine. It's okay. it's downhill from here. Yeah. It's just, you know what? It was good while it lasted. It was okay while it, it okay lasted. It was okay while it lasted. Yeah, let's not get crazy. Okay. Hi, Ellen. Are you, gonna, up are
0: you gonna burp today? Are you gonna be a burping factory the way you were all last week?
1: Is it gonna annoy you?
0: Yes! Then yes. <laughs> you are so beautiful burping is disgusting when it happens to you.
1: I know, but it's like so charming. You know what I mean? It's like I'm like I'm I I I'm I'm like one of the boys. You know what I mean? It's like that. I'm like I'm a cool girl. I like uh-huh. sports ball yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm like that. I'm that I've kind of girl.
0: Literally, never heard you use that voice before. You guys, if you want more of this, join us on the Patreon. Over eleven thousand people have joined us on Patreon. They cannot be wrong. We are doing really funny work over there. Am I wrong? I mean, you know. Uh- It's work,
1: (laughs) you know? We laugh at ourselves. Yeah. We think we're hilarious. So. I gotta tell
0: you, it's some of my favorite stuff. There's over, like, I think 12 or 13 full bonus episodes to so download a binge right now. You get three full bonus episodes a week. Right now we're doing that See No Evil show where they figure out the murders with the security camera footage. I
1: know. It's so scary, but so great.
0: It's really great. Whereas, like, the first thing we did was snapped and it was trash. Right. But it was like, it's like how you're trash, but you're my trash. Right. So yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, See No Evil is not trash. Yeah. See No Evil is really not Not trash. And I love it so much. I love it too. It's
1: really, really fun. No, I love it. The Drama Club is a blast. We also have trivia once a month. That's true crime trivia, OWD trivia, any other stupid thing we've ever said on the podcast, we're going to question you
0: about it. And we bring special guests. I think the special guests are the best part. That's my favorite thing. Yeah, anybody's better than the two of us. (laughs) Also, join us on Instagram, you guys. Every Friday night, we go live at 6 o'clock Eastern. We, I don't know, we talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> we take your questions. We
1: really, tr- we start out good. Our yeah. first 15 is always <laughs> real great. Then it's just kind of yeah. like a slow descent into yep. madness from there. Yeah, t- <laughs> totally. <laughs>
0: All right, you guys. Season four, episode four. Oh, did you need to do something? Are you, you got to get your texting done I'm before we ma- get into this? No, I'm just mm-hmm. checking
1: and making sure that I have all my notes. Okay. Wow. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? No, you woke no. up and chose chaos. Okay? I'm, I'm fine.
0: <laughs> season four, episode 14. It's the season finale, you guys. Innocence Lost tells the story of Jamie Frawley.
2: After a lifetime of struggle... 22-year-old Jamie Fraley was on the brink of achieving all her life's goals.
3: She was thriving and she just seemed like she was really going down a good path. She was in love and she was very happy.
2: But then, Jamie misses an important appointment near her Gaston, North Carolina home and is never heard from again.
4: The day we went into Jamie's apartment and saw her pocketbook and keys, I knew something was wrong.
5: Did Jamie walk out on her new life? There was no sign of forced entry or anything, leaving individuals to believe that wherever she had gone, she had gone willingly.
2: Or was there a more sinister motive behind her disappearance?
4: His obsession with Jamie was more sexually in his mind.
2: Just when police think they're close to cracking the case, a gruesome discovery changes everything. I did not see anything like this coming. This
0: is... Tough one. This is a real hard one, girl. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to laugh because I have lots to make fun of you about. Right. But this is hard.
1: Yeah. Say more. (laughs) Say more about the things you can say about me.
0: You're wearing another hat this week. I don't like it any better than the last one. What? Why do you wear hats all the time? You've got that great hair. Were you a hair model at one point? How do you remember that? You someone's a hair model? You think I'm going to forget it? Wow. All right, I'm impressed.
1: I mean, I honestly I feel like we've been alive too long. You know what I mean? So the fact that you remember <laughs> yeah, too- everything and remember little things like that is always a shock to me. Good for you. Yeah.
0: Your eyes got real open when you said <laughs> that. Your eyes really popped. When are we
1: going to start videoing our episodes? People, the, the facial expressions need to couple the hatred that spews out of our mouths. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> so we're in Gaston, North Carolina. It's 2000- I mean, What? What? It's Gaston.
1: It's not Gaston, like from Beauty and the Beast. It's like, look there, he goes, isn't he dreamy? Monsieur, hey everybody, we're in Gaston, North Carolina. <laughs> really, Patricia?
0: It's Gaston. And you know what? You're gassy. Oh, my God. I'm going to have 27
1: DMs about the pronunciation of Gaston. 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 He, he, he. Oh,
0: oh, oh. 2008 is really shaping up to be a great year for Jamie. Are you going to say anything about the episode or, no, you're good? I'll just do it all? I
1: never know. You steamroll me all the time. (laughs) Anyway, we have Mama Kim here, Jamie's mom, and she tells us, honestly, I don't like it when people say that, but she really is a tiny little thing.
2: Standing at only four foot nine, Jamie seems poised to get everything she's ever wanted.
4: Jamie was a very small, petite girl, but her personality was like a piece of dynamite.
2: The diminutive 22-year-old is living on her own and studying to pursue a career she is passionate about.
0: But the... we're told that she was tiny, but her personality was like a piece of dynamite. And I was like, I don't think that's the compliment you think it is. <laughs> if somebody was like, Patrick is great. His personality is kind of like a piece of dynamite. Yeah, it's something that if
1: you touch, it could possibly explode in your face. I don't think that's the way Mama
0: Kim meant I it. I don't think it either. But I, I do think you could come up with a different way of Maybe saying fireworks? it. Maybe fireworks. Yeah. You know what? Let's go right back to the lights up a room. I'll right. take lights yeah. up a room over a stick of dynamite any day. <laughs> Up a room. Oh, dear. Don't be a free oh, spirit and don't
1: light up a goddamn no. room. Good night, everybody.
0: So, Jamie was 22 years old, and she had, like, recently, like, figured out her purpose in life. She wanted to be a drug counselor, which is, like, helping people with addiction, which I think is so amazing. Yeah.
1: she had met boyfriend Ricky Simmons Jr., and they were head over heels in love. She even refers to herself as Mrs. Simmons on her MySpace page. Which is
0: a lot. Also, there's a lot of MySpace happening lately. Okay,
1: do you remember MySpace?
0: Yeah, we just did a whole, on TCO, we did that Why Did You Kill Me, which was, like, catfishing on MySpace. Right. So, for the children,
1: if you could navigate MySpace, you could basically code.
0: I know. You know, I used to troll you by where I put you in my top eight.
1: You remember the top (laughs) eight? (laughs) Oh my god! And then it, yes. it was like your best, your besticles yeah. went on the top eight. Also, in order to achieve like a picture or a glitter graphic, like we didn't have copy and paste bullshit. No, I mean, yeah. MySpace walked so Facebook could run. <laughs> totally. Social media stands on the shoulders yeah. of MySpace, and I the children totally agree. need to give respect.
0: I mean, there was a whole like other website called Pimp My Page or whatever, where you would like get backgrounds and stuff. That's where. What- yeah, I you could had to never code. figure it out. Yeah. You had to
1: figure it out and then connect it to MySpace. I mean, this is basically... You had to go. You did. You had to code. This is basically our I walked uphill both ways. It's like, <laughs> when I was a kid, the glitter graphics, you had to go to another website to get the glitter graphics and it's come true. back and put it on your MySpace page so you could wish someone a happy birthday. It's
0: really, really true. Oh.
2: But life hadn't always been so happy for Jamie.
3: Jamie had health issues... From the time that she was born, I I had a really hard time bringing her into the world, and we both almost died. Jamie was actually
4: clinically dead when she was born. They had to do CPR on her. Then they said Jamie wouldn't live, and then she made it a year. Then they said she wouldn't make it a three, and she just beat the odds. She was a miracle.
0: You guys, Jamie did not have an easy go of it coming into the world. Oh,
4: this is so sad. This story
0: is bananas. Her mother tells us Jamie was clinically dead at birth. They told her mother that she wouldn't live to be three and then she wouldn't live beyond that. And then, like, Jamie just kept beating the odds. And I was like, doctors, when she beats it the first or second or third time, could you stop being like, well, you know, she's probably not going to make it to 27. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, yeah. Uh. We
1: we can stop doing that. But Mama Kim said the sweetest thing. She said, I had a heart time bringing her into this world.
0: Her poor mom is just really going through it. I mean you know and life was hard for her like we learned that at 18 she was diagnosed as bipolar. They say she didn't take it seriously. I don't think that's what they mean to say. I think they mean to say that like she really struggled with like finding a medication dose that worked for her and I mean that is a very common story and like a lot of people the medication made her feel weird so she didn't take it. Yeah
1: her mom said it just made her feel funny and that's true. I mean there, there needs to be all of the you you know when you're changing chemicals in your body there needs yeah. to be a right balance yeah, yeah. Also, it should be said, not only was she suffering with bipolar disorder, because of her, you know, traumatic childbirth, she also suffered with several just physical things. I mean, she was weightsy. Like, she was very, she was like 4'9 and like 95 pounds. And she just had ongoing health issues her whole life.
0: And that meant that she couldn't drive. And that becomes important here. Like, by, you know, 18 years old, she was still living at home. She relied on her mom for a lot of stuff. She didn't have a driver's license. But then by age 21, she gets more independence.
2: Jamie longed for independence. And when she turns 21, she sets out to get it.
3: When she got older and she was on social security, supplementary income, Jamie was assigned a provider to help her with her bills, show her how to keep her bank account, take her to where she needed to go, to her doctor's appointments. And it was hard for us, the whole family,
4: to let her go and try to make it on her own. She's
0: on social security benefits, and she's assigned a provider, and this person is assigned to her so she can live independently. It's a way for her to like have some more independence, and of course, like the family is having a hard time with that because they've been taking care of her her whole life.
1: Right. What's your provider's name? <laughs> Ellen Mar. <laughs> <laughs> Between me and Steve, we got yeah. this. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh, takes yeah. care of their mental health, uh-huh, yeah. takes some places, uh-huh, yeah. tells them how to adult. I was like, yeah, yeah that's me and Steve. Yeah, that's, so, that's really
0: true. I And that explains why I resent you both so yeah. much.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Also, during this time, she was really active in her church and her church program. She said there was an addiction group or sort of a counseling group every Friday night. And she just had the impetus to help people because she grew up with a family friend that was addicted to drugs. So she basically saw the evolution of that person's life. The what, honey? The evolution. The, evo-
0: the evolution? She said, <laughs> what's an evolution? Is it like an ocean of evs? Is it like a... what <laughs> Is that...
1: No, keep, what I'm going to do yeah. is I'm going to give you time. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you time to workshop it, and something will come of it. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Is it like, is it like,
0: no, that's all I got. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know. That That's, that's where you get into trouble, right? Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. like that initial yeah. idea is so good, and then yeah. there's, like, no follow through, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. I know. Yeah. You're so cute. Wow. Anyway.
2: By 2007, everything in Jamie's life seems to be on track. And just when it looks like things can't get any better, she meets Ricky Dale Simons, Jr.
4: She had got in an altercation with someone and Ricky Jr.
3: came to her defense. And then he stepped in and saved her, you know, so that to her, well, he's my, he's my hero.
0: So, remember, she's got that boyfriend, Ricky. We learn about their meet cute, and their meet cute's a little weird. Very confusing. (laughs) I I have several follow-up questions. (laughs) And we get no answers on this, but we learn that she and this guy, Jimmy, meet because she had gotten into an altercation, and he came to her defense. Yes. Well, what was the
1: altercation? (laughs) I don't know. Yes. Who is it involving? Yeah,
0: I don't know. Oh,
1: yes, Ellen? Why was he there to, re- like, was he a friend of a friend? I have so, that was the vaguest. I was know. like, these are
0: important details.
1: They just said there was an altercation and he came to her rescue, like, knight in shining armor style.
0: But I'm like, was she in a fist fight? I know. I- these are my questions. I, I know. Christopher! I know. Christopher! <laughs> But we learn that Ricky seems like he's just about as crazy about Jamie as she is about him. And then I have dot, dot, dot. So why haven't we met him yet, sis? Mm.
1: So Ricky, The son of her apartment complex's maintenance person, or a super, so that should be noted. And then we learn that they move in together. They go zero to lesbian,
0: real, (laughs) real fast. So they are you allowed to make a joke like that? You think you're ingrained enough in the lesbian community that you can just say shit like that? I
1: don't think the lesbians (laughs) mind. They know how much you're I'm harping on an
0: old stereotype. Do you think it's still true? No,
1: because one of our beautiful down bitches put in the Facebook group, they're like, yeah, we went to zero to lesbian in like three weeks. <laughs> they didn't I say mean, zero. Steve no, like, and I went
0: from zero to lesbian in less time than that. And I was—I I always say I was raised in good lesbian stock.
1: When I talk, what yeah. do I do with my hands?
0: You move them a lot. Right. You like, gesticulate. Like
1: an Italian person? Yeah. Stereotypes are there for a reason. <laughs> Okay.
0: You also yell like an Italian person. You also murder like an Italian person.
1: You mean we make it look like an accident? (laughs)
0: Totally. (laughs) Do you want to keep that in mind? Yeah. That seems like a bit that we planned and wrote. I swear (laughs) to God we did it, you guys. We did it.
2: But in early January 2007, Ricky is convicted of felony larceny. Because of a lengthy record of previous larceny charges, Ricky is sent away to prison for 15 months.
4: She would said that he was in jail, and it really bothered me and disturbed me. And I asked her, I said, Jamie, you know, you really want to think about this. You know, you don't want to jump into this.
0: So, yeah, Ricky, young Ricky, gets into trouble. He gets convicted of larceny, and he goes to prison for 15 months. Yeah, but he
1: goes to prison because it wasn't his first time. There were several rodeos, and he's been to all of them. So it wasn't his first time at that one. He has a rap sheet. Yeah, and she, Why are you stealing? Why are people stealing? I agree. Don't take things that aren't yours. I know.
0: I mean, honey, we learn that these people, a lot of them have, like, serious drug problems. I know. And that's why they're stealing. I know. Maybe have a little compassion. In your soul, have you ever thought about moving some of the anger around to make room for compassion?
1: Have you ever actually, literally tried to go fuck yourself? <laughs> no, but like if we really broke it down,
0: you guys. She came in today, and she normally takes a video for like the the besties on the Instagram. And I went, "Oh hi, no video." And she goes, "She's in no fucking mood." <laughs> She came in in a real bad mood today, you guys. No,
1: I just want to know if there is, like, if we really actually broke it down. Yeah. Could you go fuck yourself?
0: If I could, I would have no reason to leave my home or make a podcast with you.
1: Okay. <laughs> I just, just so, just so the world knows. Yeah. So you have tried. So what you're telling me?
0: I'm sure I.
1: Have. Okay. One fish, two fish, three fish, blue fish. Uh-huh. Go fuck yourself, fish. <laughs> I think I said that wrong. Go
0: fuck yourself, fish. She said. So we we sort of get the sense that like he's in jail. Jamie's family's not thrilled about it, but like also, Jamie's just that girl who's like so in love for the first time that you can't talk to her about it. You can't. There's you just can't. She can't have a rational conversation about it. To which I say, Jamie, I see you, and I feel seen by you.
1: Yes. (laughs) We meet Cousin Haley, and she tells us that Jamie wrote Ricky Jr. a letter every day while he's in jail. 15 months, let's say ballpark 30 days a month. That's yeah. like a know, lot honey. of letters. <laughs> I'm
0: not a, I saw your eyes doing the long division. Yeah. You know? No. I, I, know
1: I have other way. gifts. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what those are off the top of my head either, yeah. but there's something that there's I'm something. good at.
0: Everyone is good at something. Thank you know what I mean? Thank you. Yeah. What am I good at? Anyway, so Jamie wrote a lot of letters. um.
1: (laughs) I set them up. I love them up. You knock them out of the park. Okay.
2: Jamie spends most of the time waiting for Ricky Jr.'s return with his father, Rick Sr., and his girlfriend, Kim Springer.
3: When they were living all at the apartment complex, they were very close. They, They hung out a lot together. Jamie went over to the apartment a lot, and they would cook together. He looked after Jamie somewhat. He would run her
4: to the store. Jamie did not have driver's license. He would be there for if as she called him.
0: So we learn that, like, while Ricky Jr. is in prison, Jamie is spending a lot of time with Ricky's dad.
1: Whose name is?
0: Ricky Sr. Yeah. Rick... Was it the junior that gave that away, honey? No, I just wanted the people to know. <laughs> okay. You talk in circles,
1: and I point them in the right direction. You know what I mean? I steer this goddamn ship. Okay. Not... I
0: still say the Junior was a big hint. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Do you know, you guys, I never talk about my dad. My dad's name is Stanley. He was the third. I could have been Stanley the fourth. Can you imagine? Would we be friends?
1: Do you know I never knew your dad's name was Stanley? Is
0: that true?
1: <laughs> you just said that and it was actual new information. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I yeah. mean, what's my dad's name?
0: No idea. Yeah. Oh my I'm... God, no idea. Yeah. What da- is your dad's name?
1: Richard. Which? What's short for Richard? Dick. I mean. I. I mean.
0: So I am uncomfortable with the amount of time that Jamie is spending over at Rick Senior's house.
1: I mean, only even just on the reenactment, I'm uncomfortable. Also, it should be said that Ricky Senior's girlfriend Kim Springer is also in the apartment, and they all live in the same complex.
0: Yo. Yeah. We're going to get to her later. She's got a very interesting backstory. She does. She really has. She goes through it in this episode.
1: She does. She (laughs) might have made some decisions I wouldn't make for myself, but I'm going to
0: support her anyway. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So it's April 8th, 2008. We're in Gaston, North Carolina. No. 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 What is it? It's Gaston. Gaston. Here, Gaston. I'm just saying, you feel close to this town because you are very gaseous.
1: Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. I've also talked to every member of this town today, and I can't wait to tell you all about it. I've literally called more people in Gaston, North Carolina, than I care to admit. I've
0: talked to, they just, hit. anyone else want to talk yeah. to Ellen?
1: I haven't talked to the florist yet. Is there a town florist? Does the florist <laughs> have an intern?
0: Ooh, that's a oh, deep cut. Deep cut. Do you know what that's? What episode is that? That's The floral intern? Yeah. Just- Why are you explaining it to me now? Like, I didn't just tell you exactly that I knew what it was. I was explaining it to the people. Okay. I don't <laughs> care about you. I
2: know. That is very clear. On the morning of April 8th, 2008, Jamie wakes up with a terrible stomach ache.
4: Jamie called me on April the 8th. I was at my sister's house. I talked to her. She said she wasn't feeling well. That they had gave her some medication at the hospital. Jamie sounded like she was kind of frustrated. She thought the hospital had gave her the wrong diagnosis.
2: Jamie spends the rest of the day in bed, but her stomach ache only gets worse.
0: So on that morning on April 8th, 2008, Jamie wakes up with a really terrible stomach ache. And she goes to the hospital, and because she's a woman, they pat her on the head and send her home and tell her she has the flu. I
1: mean, what is worse than having a
0: stomach bug? But, I mean, I don't think that's what it was. Like, she gets sicker and sicker and sicker throughout the day. Right,
1: but she was throwing up. We're going to find out later. Like, she just, she, yeah. And, yeah, basically, they're like, you have the flu. Go back to bed. Drink liquids. Yeah,
0: but, like... That woman, Kim Springer, who's the girlfriend of Ricky Sr., they've broken up. And, like, new information. Kim and Ricky Sr. aren't together anymore. (laughs) and like despite the fact that Jamie is like sick and puking Kim Springer still really wants Jamie to walk her dog she which I said Got a dog walker Kim God
1: yeah but that's such a me move I would be the one in bed being like no 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 it's fine oh my god it's fine don't bring the dog over I'm late literally like I have like no legs and I am just.
0: I wake up and the room is too hot I'm not getting out of bed for the day
1: I know sweetheart I'm that's the difference between me and you yeah, yeah. that, that's why women birth the babies that's really true because Daisy men... asked
0: me that the other day she's like why do women have the babies, and I literally said that's a question for Aunt Ellen. Yeah. I know there's a good answer. I don't know exactly what it is, but you know who does, Ellen?
1: Because the men, yeah, they can't handle that shit, baby no. Daisy. <laughs> no. All right, so Kim walks in to drop off the dog, and she sees Jamie's kind of in this like fetal position. Yeah. And she doesn't say, Don't worry about the dog. No. She goes, Do you want me to pick up your medication for you while I'm out, while you still have my dog? Oh God, you look so sick. Are you okay? I'll get your medication. Here's my dog. Needs to be walked three times, fed twice, fresh water,
0: and he he wants some cuddles. Yeah, I mean Jamie's on the bed, like oh God, oh God, like that's what what I sound like when I don't feel good. Oh God, y'all, could you imagine
1: Patricia with period cramps? (laughs) Like, we wouldn't have a podcast because he would be out for a week, a month. I need a bath. I need a bath. Steve, pour me a bath. Can someone rub some tiger balm on my lower back? Please. Why are my boobs so sore? I can't even walk down a flight of stairs. Oh, does it end? When will it end? Ice chips. Anyone have ice chips? You guys. My hair falling out. <laughs> oh dear. Doesn't end. <laughs> oh
0: my god. I would be useless. I know. I know. This. I would be useless. Yeah.
1: Yeah. just Could you imagine God just standing there with me and you and being like, who?
0: Yeah. <laughs> who? And then you just, like, I don't know, you're sweating. God's to... like, it's down to, look, you guys are determining which sex births the children. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, it's, it's based and on. And then you just raise your hand. You're like, can I please say something? <laughs> Please, guys, say
1: something. I can't. And he's like, "Oh my god, if you can, you stop talking. Great, she'll do it. Just as long as she promise to stop fucking talking." God's men, just like an asshole. Men, you see what I got you out of? You're welcome. You're welcome. Anyway, anyway. so Jamie, poor thing, her stomach pain actually just keeps getting worse yeah. and she's like I don't think I have the flu you guys I think I need to go back to the hospital like yeah. she is doubled over in pain this poor thing
0: but wait then Jamie pulls a me cause she gets there and realizes it's gonna be a while and she's like fuck no, no I don't wait you guys, I don't wait for things
1: so she doesn't have a ride remember she doesn't drive so she calls Rick Senior for a ride which he does he drops yeah. her off at the hospital and she gets there not a George Clooney not a Meredith no. Gray in sight and she's like three to four hours Hours,
0: I'm going to take a pass on that. I'm going
1: to go back home. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go back home.
0: Which does not seem like the smartest thing in the world, but it also seems like exactly what I would do.
1: Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure we have some ER nurses or doctors. Like, I mean, it's just, are they just understaffed oh, all yeah. the time?
0: Oh, and, and also, like, there's all the Patrick Hines's of the world yeah. taking up beds in the ER for a hang now. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, so we have you to thank, eventually. Yeah. To- <laughs> Great. Everyone direct your emails, texts, yeah. and DMs to Patrick.
0: It's definitely not our fucked healthcare system where people only go to the doctor when it's an emergency. <sighs> Oh Definitely not that. It's I know. It's certainly my fault. For another podcast. Yeah.
1: So she calls Rick back to pick her up, and he doesn't answer. So she calls another friend who does bring her home. So she calls Mama Kim. Mama Kim lives an hour away, and she said, well, do you want me to come stay the night? Do you want me to pick you up and bring you here? And Jamie was like, no, I have a meeting in the morning. I can't miss it. I'm just going to try and sleep it off. And then Mama Kim says that was their last conversation. I hate it. Every time they I say that. Every episode they say that, and my heart just goes, oh.
0: I'm but the thing up. about that meeting the next day why it was so important is because remember Jamie was getting social security benefits and she has that provider Jamie doesn't actually get the money it goes to that person and that person helps Jamie pay her bills and pay her rent and whatever and the system is set up for people who can't take care of themselves and Jamie's got a meeting at the office the next morning to present her case like I'm living alone I'm getting my GED I can handle being in charge of my own finances like it's a very important meeting for Jamie in her growth journey and she doesn't want to miss it and that's why she doesn't let her mom come and get her on
2: the morning Morning of April 10th, Jamie's mother receives a troubling call.
3: Her provider, who was supposed to pick her up for her appointment, calls me and says, "I went to pick Jamie up for her appointment yesterday, and I can't even get her to the door, and I can't get her on the phone. She waited a whole day to tell me this." According
2: to the provider, she had knocked repeatedly on Jamie's door, and after failing to get a response, eventually left.
1: On April 10th, now that's two days after she went to the ER, Mama Kim gets a call from the provider. And the provider was like, hey, just a quick heads up. Jamie didn't show up to her appointment the other day. Yeah. And Mama Kim was like, so you 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 waited how long to tell me? And Provider, I imagine, was just like, well, I knocked on the door and there was no response. And I just
0: like. And the mom is trying to not be too mean in this moment. But I'm like, she is an adult.
1: But she is also bipolar. Yes. And she, you know, yeah, she's an adult
0: who still needs assistance. And she gets
1: that assistance.
0: From the person who knocked on the door and then didn't, like, take any further action to find the person who's in her charge. So I guess point taken. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, I just imagine, like, yeah. No. So we hear from Detective Reginald
0: Bloom from- Who I, I got some words for Reginald eventually. Yeah.
1: Okay. I just imagined like Mama Kim calling Reginald being like, Hey, can someone go check on my daughter? Yeah. Yeah, the eighth. Yeah. yeah. No, it is the tenth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know she waited a day.
0: No, I I don't know. She said she was busy. <laughs> But the thing is, Detective Reginald goes to, like, look in the house, and they walk in. They say there's no sign of a struggle that would indicate she didn't leave willingly, and they say nothing more to see here. To which I said, do cops not know how crimes work? Yeah. Has nobody ever heard of weapons that make people not put up a fucking struggle because yeah. some guy's got a gun to your head? And I was like, why it got to be on the kidnappy to, like, be like, what's that over there? <laughs> Just well, so they could... <laughs> there was a struggle. I know. <laughs> But I mean, you gotta trick the kidnapper into looking out the door so you can turn over the coffee table so someone starts looking for you. Reginald, I don't agree with that because remember from our "See No Evil" episode
1: where that poor elderly woman. Poor Shirley was murdered in her home and they said no signs of a struggle. I was like, sir! I know. It's a bloodbath I in there. Know. It's every kind yeah. of struggle. What's our what's our barometer for I know. struggle? I
0: know, I know. I hate that phrase. I know.
2: But despite the officers' claims that nothing looks amiss, Jamie's mother, aunt, and cousin decide to head to the apartment and look around for themselves.
3: The apartment was locked but her house keys and purse were still sitting in the apartment. She had a habit of going outside, sticking her cell phone in her back pocket. It was just to go over to the neighbors. And so,
0: Jamie's aunt and mom and cousin all go to the apartment, and they realize right away that her keys and her purse were left behind.
1: Down Bitch University lesson number 687. Yeah. If shit doesn't sound right, yeah. check yourselves. Right. Because the family was like, yeah, we don't accept that.
0: No, and then they go into the bedroom, and they see puke everywhere. Yeah, she was sick. All over the walls, all over the floor. Like, puke is everywhere, too much. I'm like, Reggie, no. Yeah. You don't think vomit all over the fucking floor is not reason for concern? Girl? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, no struggle.
0: I know. <laughs>
1: she doesn't look like she struggled puking up those ramen noodles. <laughs> Looks fine to me. Oh
0: God, you know that that's what it was too. I mean, poor twenty-two the, yeah. year old like living on her own. There is
1: no. I, whenever I get the stomach flu, it's like yeah. I didn't know I had that much stuff in me. It's no, so gross. And it's also, so ramen horrible.
0: is deli- it holds up, you guys? Yeah, ramen. Who eight hundred grams of sodium? Worth every drop. <laughs> worth every drop. Lola
1: actually asked me what cup of noodles was a couple weeks ago. Wow, I was like heaven. I know. Don't ever eat it. Because I don't know what it is, but in high school, you yeah. paid 10 cents for the hot water and you brought a cup
0: of noodle. That's what happened. Yeah, noodles, it for sure is not. But oh. whatever it is, Whatever it is, yeah. it's delicious. So, oh, so- oh, and also the- they see... There's no shoelaces in her shoes.
1: In her sneakers that she wears all the time.
0: What is, Reginald, sweetheart, I've got one more question for you. If you're committing a crime of opportunity and you need something to bind your victim in, what might you use, girl? What might you use? Yes. I just wrote,
1: her shoelaces didn't have laces on them.
0: <laughs> I just wrote it all in caps. I love that like, the word help is written in blood
1: yeah. on the TV no. screen.
0: Yeah, it wasn't a struggle, I don't though.
1: think it was a st- I mean, something might have happened. Someone no... was
0: definitely murdered here, but nobody struggled. No My struggles. job is done. Yeah.
2: <laughs> My job is completed.
1: <laughs> Who wants Perkins? My treat. Let's go.
2: While the police are searching the apartment, the women wait in the parking lot and continue to call Jamie's cell phone.
3: We tried to call her, but I didn't get an answer.
2: But finally, someone picks up. Unfortunately, the voice on the other end isn't Jamie's.
3: And a man answered it. And we're like, who are you? And why do you have her phone?
1: Someone picks up Jamie's phone, and it's a man. Yeah. And Down Bitch Mama Kim was like, uh, uh hey, uh, real quick question. <laughs> yeah. Who's this? Why do you have my daughter's fucking phone?
0: And like, it's a maintenance worker, somebody like working on the telephone pole. And here's what I imagine. He's like up on the telephone pole yeah. and he hears the phone ringing and then it stops. Yeah. And then he hears it ringing again. And then, and, but like, this goes on for two hours. Yeah. And finally, he's sick of it. He like shimmies down the pole and yeah. answers the phone. Yeah. Wrong move. Yeah. You guys, everything is evidence. Everything is evidence. We're eventually going to get this phone back and it's been handled by 80 people. Did they not? Know- know how to solve crimes until like 2018.
1: Remember the Christy Cornwall episode where the guy was like, oh, I wiped it down with Clorox. It was yeah.
0: filthy. He's <laughs> like, get rid of that evidence. What is that, blood? Gotta clean that right <laughs> off.
1: So, Detective Reginald Bloom said the funniest thing. He was like, he said that the phone, you know, the phone was found, you know, scuffed and it looked like it had been thrown. Yeah. And he said it was found in on the, the roadway n- in the north-south north South lane. lane. And I was trying- like... <laughs> I know. We've already established I don't know anything about directions, yes. but I think it's safe to yes. say yes. that you can't be north and south at the same time. I was like,
0: shouldn't it only go in one direction? He, I, I rewound do. it. A hand to God, I rewound it.
5: The phone was found in the roadway, uh, the, the north-south lane off of uh, South New Hook.
0: That's so funny. I thought that was like a nothing comment, but I was like... You say north, south. And south? I'm the kind of person where when I think of
1: something wrong, I'm sure I've done something yeah, 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 wrong. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like when I was on stage and someone would drop a line, I'd be yeah. like, "Well, what did I do wrong?" Yeah, ju- I'm like, "I don't even. I'm not even. I'm backstage. Right, ju- like I'm not even on stage." But I always think it's something I've done. I was like, "No, you didn't hear that right." And bitch was like, "North, South Lane." I was like, "Nah, bitch. That's yeah, not. No,
0: that's not a thing. That's not a thing, you guys."
1: So they questioned Jamie's neighbors, and everyone, you know, was like, "She was quiet. She was nice." But one neighbor did corroborate that she did make it home from the hospital at about midnight, Yeah, and that was the last person that saw her.
0: And the other thing that all the neighbors say, they're like, the weird... Because remember, like, her... Jamie's boyfriend Rick Jr. like lives in this complex with his dad Rick Senior, and all the other people in this complex are like, she does spend a lot of time with that Rick Senior dude.
1: Yeah, so the Gaston police question Rick Senior. It's
0: Gaston. Okay. It's
1: Gaston. I'm just gonna forward all the emails. I'm not dealing. I don't. I don't have. I don't
0: have time for that. Some self-respect, Gaston. I'm giving you an out for your shitty name. It's Gaston.
1: Year. Anyway, so the police questioned Rick Sr., and they say he was cold and manipulative, but I guess for, like, all intents and purposes was,
0: like, cooperative. Stop! Again, Reginald, I don't know what you're telling us. Yeah. You're saying he, like, was stone cold, he was a total asshole, didn't tell us much, super cooperative, though. Yeah, I... Very cooperative. <laughs> Reginald, what are you... Talking about, I love that when like when ID reached out, they're like, "We'd love to interview somebody connected to the case." And then she was like, "Oh, you know it'll be hilarious." (laughs) Give him, oh god, you guys, Reginald, what are
1: you doing, my man? We got an interview for you.
0: It's gonna be great.
1: It's gonna be for ID. No, it's television, dude. Television. Reginald's like, "Oh, I can't wait," and he just keeps like contradicting himself the whole time. And they're sitting there like, (laughs) Reginald. Both north and south the same (laughs) lane. I fucking hate that guy. And so we find out now that Rick Sr.
0: Reginald ha- tells us this all out of order, girl. Yeah, yeah. All Go out it. Go of order. It. So I'm just saying, we find out that this guy Rick, Rick Sr., he's got a fucking rap sheet too. Reginald is like, here's the order of importance. He's got like a bunch of petty crimes, like some drug shit. He deals drugs. Oh, and he also murdered that lady that time. Murder. <laughs> he tells us murder last.
5: Uh, Rick Sr. was... Uh... An individual that's gotten us in trouble with the law through drug use, uh, petty crimes. He was also uh, charged with uh, murder of a girlfriend years previous.
1: In terms of everything, yeah. you could have just said he has a rap sheet that included murder. Why? Everything yeah. else is kind of assumed. Yeah. You know, if you're going to do murder, yeah. you're probably going to steal some shit. You probably totally. like might have dabbled in some drugs. The murder, like, you didn't build up suspense, Reginald. You no. just pissed me off.
0: You totally, yeah. But then we also learned that for this murder, this guy Rick Sr., he serves just six years and then he's let out on good behavior. To which I said, when you are considering letting a fucking murderer who, by the way, strangled this woman who was his girlfriend, when good behavior's on the table, let's just remember that behavior. <laughs> let's let's just remember the bad behavior he did to put him here, and then I'll let him out! Yeah,
1: so I had some
0: questions. Okay, great.
1: (laughs) I had some calls to
0: make. Is this when you called everybody? Oh,
1: I called everybody (laughs) that would take my call today. I sometimes get really, like, just, like, obsessed. Yeah. And so I called... This is really interesting. I called call the Gaston County Police Station. Gaston. Okay. So, this murder that he did happened in Bessemer City. Now, if you live in Bessemer City, North Carolina, you know you don't have a police station anymore. Why? They went bankrupt. Now, if a city chooses to not have a police station, the county has to absorb that. Uh-huh. So, I talked to Captain Billy Bomer today, who was beyond helpful. Uh-huh. I, I have Thanksgiving plans. Plans with him next year. Great. I'm heading down to North Carolina. Yeah. He was sweet as can be. <laughs> I talked to four people that kept me on speakerphone today. <laughs> and they were all talking to me about this case. So there is only... Two out of all of Gaston County, there's only two missing persons cases that are unsolved, (gasps) and this is one of them. Jamie. So the point is, there is no police station or police record on this murder, (gasps) because when Gaston County absorbed the city and governs over the city, they, like— lost a whole bunch of shit. What? So this man knows this case. Captain Billy knew the case that I was talking about very, very well. We talked about it for like half an hour. Oh, my God. And he was like, he must have pled out and to manslaughter. And I was like, but he did murder. Yeah. He didn't do manslaughter. And he was like, I am just as confused as you are. Oh, my and he's God. Like, no,
0: no, Captain. You at- Maybe in this instance, girl. Yeah. But give yourself more credit because Ellen's a fucking mess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Say more. Yeah. (laughs) Keep going on that. What else?
0: No, that's all. That's all I got to say. Oh, you
1: keep getting cornered, my love. (laughs) But anyway, so the point being is that no... I looked all over the internet for this today, and, like, the crime was committed in a mobile home park in Bessemer City. Oh, my God. Everything happened. But I was like, why did he get off for six years? I was obsessed this morning. I was incensed. Oh, my God. There's all that.
3: And I know why Jamie didn't tell us, because that was Ricky Jr.'s father. Jamie gave everybody the benefit of the doubt. You know, everybody can change. You know, that was her way of thinking.
2: And Rick Sr.'s past wasn't the only thing Jamie was keeping from her family. She was also not telling them everything about his present situation.
0: So, Jamie's family is surprised to say the least about his, you know, murder background. But murder. like also, they're getting the sense from Jamie that either A, she didn't believe it or B, she could fix him. Like, she should not be spending this much time with this guy. This guy fucking murdered a person.
1: Yeah. And we learned that Kim, his girlfriend, the reason they broke up and they had a very volatile relationship, that yeah. should be said, but they broke up before Jamie went missing because of the whole dog-sitting fiasco. We remember yeah. that. And, okay, so Rick's Sr. gives off major creep magnet vibes. Yeah, yeah. And he has a really weird energy and cousin Haley was like, yeah, he used to like flirt with her, say really inappropriate with Jamie, Jamie, say really inappropriate jokes, comment on her clothes, comment on her body, and listen, they were addicted to drugs. Ricky Sr. was addicted to drugs and Jamie did. She had that sort of I want to help you mentality. So she kind of overlooked his perverted behavior. Also, women, you don't have to do that. Don't, Don't be polite light to men who creep you out? Yeah. Right? I mean...
0: No. But also, like, you know, and that's why Kim left him. She left him because he was so overtly, like, attracted to Jamie. But then we learn how Kim and Rick Sr. met.
2: Rick Sr. had met Kim Springer when her husband, a wealthy architect, had hired him to do some maintenance work for their home design business. Their connection intensified, and two years later, Kim walked out on her husband and three children to move in with Rick in the apartment next door to Jamie's.
5: He was an intelligent man. As far as uh, animal magnetism that women felt towards him, um, and speaking with people who had, uh, females that had dealings with him, it was something that was... Unexplainable.
1: Reginald had all the time in the world for Ricky Sr. Totally. I was like, are you writing his Tinder profile, my dude? He's like, I mean, women just, like, loved him. I like, know. He was just like, there was something animalistic. I couldn't put my finger on it, but women were attracted. I was like,
0: enough, Reginald, enough. Kim, you chose the wrong dude. I mean, you left your husband and children to go live with the guy that killed his girlfriend? Yeah,
1: and then he just, like, he distributes heebie-jeebies to yes. everybody involved. He hands, he's, like, making it rain.
0: So, and this is where we learned that, like, Kim and Rick were both addicts. Jamie really, like, I mean, this is also just weird. Jamie felt like she could save them. Yeah. And, like, that was, I don't know, like, somebody needed to save Jamie. Like, this is a very unhealthy yeah. situation.
1: Yeah, and they look back at the phone records, and the last person she called was a friend. In the show, they say around midnight, but in my side research, it said 1.30. This As, is,
0: like, the night that Jamie goes missing.
1: Yeah, the night she goes missing. And then she said to her friend on the phone, she was waiting for her ride to get there to take her back to the hospital. And all she said before she got off the phone was, oh, his truck is here. Yeah. So it was someone driving a truck.
0: And like Reginald, the one helpful thing he he tells us is that the kind of car Rick drove, Rick Sr. drove, could be considered a truck. Because it it was a a kind of van that looks like a truck.
1: It was a murder van. (laughs) He drove a straight up white paneled murder van. I don't, I can't believe you just glossed over that.
0: So a couple days later, Jamie's been missing for a couple days and the cops get a call about like a trash bag that's found two miles from Jamie's apartment on the side of the road. And they go to the trash bag and they're able to determine that it's like the trash bag belongs to Rick Sr. One of the cops says it's a perfect triangle where the trash bag was to where the phone was found to where the apartment is. And so they're able to establish that that's a route that Rick would have driven and like Immediately, Rick becomes the prime suspect in the disappearance of Jamie.
1: Right. Now, remember, this whole time we're talking about this, remember Ricky Jr.? Yeah, the who's,
0: love of Jamie's life. Who's
1: been in jail for shoplifting or stealing whatever it is he stole? Yeah. He calls Jamie's mom to pick him up from jail, and he's like, wait, number one, my girlfriend is missing? And yeah. wait, my dad is the prime suspect?
0: And this is where we learn that Ricky Jr. and Ricky Sr. don't have a good relation. Right. I guess they were living together, but they did not get along very well. So the boyfriend Ricky Jr. goes and lives with Jamie's family. They like take him in. Right. And they say every single day he's out looking for Jamie. He's super cooperative with the cops telling them everything they want to know about his dad. It's really, really sad. Could you imagine
1: getting out of jail and being like, your girlfriend's missing. Oh my god.
0: What was I I in jail for Why do I have a girlfriend? (laughs) There's a
1: lot of... So many questions. (laughs) So they get a warrant to track Rick Sr.'s car.
5: A search warrant was issued and granted for Ricky Dillon Sr.'s vehicle to be tracked. Uh, It was tracked for, I believe, uh, about a month. Um, From there, we went back and checked the locations where Mr. Simons visited and uh, search those areas.
0: They put a tracker on his car! I thought that meant that they were allowed to follow him around. No, no they no, get no. like a GPS tracker. Yeah. The thi- here's yeah, the those thing those little though.
1: things, they put him on the bottom. I've yeah. seen them in movies. I didn't know they were real. I know,
0: but my thing is, you get that warrant because you think he's dangerous and they then give him 30 days to just drive around <laughs> yeah. unfollowed yeah. by the police. Let's see what he does. But I don't know.
1: Know. <laughs> No, he's got a tracker
0: though. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: Nothing can happen.
0: As a tracker. <laughs> Fair point. Could you also follow him if you think he's dangerous? You know what I mean? Like, why wait? They're like, he's eventually, we're going to get this tracking device back and we're going to find out where Jamie's body is. Why not just follow him? Yeah. Cut out the extra <laughs> two weeks. Just follow him. What are you
1: doing, Gaston? Oh, right. You had to take over that police department that had to shut down because of... Yeah, okay, yeah. that's why. So... They realize that his car is on and around his ex girlfriend's Kim's house. And they use the word stalking.
0: And this is a surprise. They think that they're going to, like, where they're going to track him will be things related to Jamie. And it's not. It's right. things related to Kim. Right. And, like, they're basically the Whoopi Goldberg gift, like, you and Danger Girl. Yeah. Like, they call Kim. They're like, bitch, you need to get a restraining order yesterday. Kim makes that, like, does the thing with the feet that they do in the Flipstones. Yeah. And you hear that sound. And she fucking. And she runs out the door to the police station to make a complaint. Because Kim. Is also trying to get her life back together she and rick senior were addicted to drugs yeah. she's trying to get clean and sober and like he's very dangerous and scary right
1: so we're at Ju- we're at june 9th to hold on to your butts I we're know. at june 9th 2008 that's a month after she's had this restraining order she's in her car and she's driving around she's you like guys. oh something smells weird and it's like <laughs> oh it's weird you know when you're just like yeah you-, you remember when daisy was little and like uh-huh. then you'd be like gogurt what how long has that I been know. here and Yacht. you're just like ah one gogurt
5: miss springer did notice uh, something unusual a smell in her vehicle but uh, wasn't able to pinpoint what that was
2: throughout the weekend kim is bothered by the smell but it isn't until sunday afternoon that she thinks to look in the trunk she screams in horror when she realizes the source of the smell It's Rick Sr.'s decomposing body.
0: She's been driving around with this dead body in her trunk, rotting all along this, like, hot weekend. His decomposing body.
1: (laughs) I know. Sorry. I
0: mean, and here's what they think happened... They move him. Like, the cops come and they move the body. They find all of these things with him that had been stolen from Kim's home. So, like, before this, he had broken into her house and stole her shit. And they also find a fucking murder knife with him. Yes. And what they think is that this stupid-ass motherfucker was all fucked up on drugs. They find drugs and alcohol in his system. They know that he was all fucked up. They think that he was stalking her, had climbed into her, what he thought was the back seat of her car so that he could murder her, but instead locked himself in the trunk and died. (laughs) It's okay to laugh, It's garbage. It's okay to laugh, he died. He's like, oh, oh damn,
1: hold on one second. Hello? Hello? Oh, God damn it. It's getting hot in here. It's getting hot in here. Oh, don't play that goddamn music. I'm stuck in here. Hello? Oh, God, it's hot.
0: It's hot. Oh my God! You guys, he, lo- he he went there to murder her, and instead, and instead locked himself in the truck. And- <laughs> I mean, that
1: is come on! There is no story that ends that brilliantly. You can write that. At night Shyamalan's like, oh,
0: oh I know, I know. Damn it,
1: I would have loved that.
0: My favorite is that he was probably still alive, clutching that knife at one point while she's driving yeah, around. Yeah. He went there to kill her. I know. Got confused, climbed into the trunk, and fucking died. I can't. And then Momica
1: was like, I'm really upset. She's like, no. I'm not upset what happened. Right. I'm upset that he probably knows what happened to my daughter.
0: Yeah. That's why I'm upset. I mean, and that really is the only part about this guy's fucking death that is sad. Is that, like, he probably either did something to Jamie. The mom recalls this phone call that she had with him where he said, like, what if somebody has her and just doesn't want to give her back? Yeah. Number one, even if you're not the fucking killer, who says that to the mother of a missing person? You I know. fucking asshole. Yeah.
1: So the investigation really... Really halted when I talked to Captain Billy today he was like I mean there's we talk about this a lot around here yeah and it is still you know an open case and everyone kind of has the same idea about what happened and so they
0: think that Rick senior did it
1: he didn't say that I don't think he could say that but yeah. he kind of alluded to the fact and he has been a detective there for two years and he was like yeah it is still an open investigation
0: oh and then like right before it ends we learn this like really sad thing that Ricky jr like was really trying to get his life back together he was living with Jamie's family for like a really long time and then he fell back into drugs like you know he battles addiction and he fell back into it and you know we don't really know what has become of him but do you have any any updates? <laughs> the
1: update I have is Ricky Jr. in June 2020 I found an interview and he went on record saying that he did believe that his father at least had a hand in Jamie's disappearance uh. and in June of 2020 Kim Fraley Mama Kim just kind of gave an update saying that Jamie is still missing and she told Line, you know she just said somebody knows something so if anyone wants to come forward the gaston county police department is accepting any kind of tips and phone calls at 704-865-3320 shout out to captain billy and everyone at the gaston police department this case weighs heavy on them Uh, it's not a place with high crime and a lot of the crimes have been solved and this is one of the only ones that haven't so my god i know it was pretty great say something funny It's Gaston. That's no. You're not. You're not French. (laughs) French fries. French bread. French fries. Let's get. Let's get some
0: French fries. want more of this and who could blame you join us on the patreon we call it the drama club every month you get three full bonus episodes if you are not listening to our coverage of see no evil you're missing out you are missing
1: out and uh, join us on instagram every friday we go live at 6 p.m. you can follow us at the disappeared pod you can follow patrick at patrick heinz underscore you can follow me at ellen marsh and maybe we have some exciting (gasps)
0: <gasps> announcements coming up. Oh, my God. You guys, we really do have exciting announcements coming up. Like, the most exciting. I can't wait.
1: I can't wait. Also, if you feel like heading over to iTunes and giving us a five-star review and telling the world why you love us. We love growing our family, and we're just so grateful to you all. Yeah, and we love
0: you. I love, love you. you. You're in a better mood. I am in a better mood. I did that. I made you be in a better mood. You
1: turn that frown upside down. <laughs> up. You turn that frown upside
0: down. <laughs> up. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: So poor Jeannie Her-
0: Poor Patrick and his period cramps. That
1: that was a fake hyperbolic oh, oh, scenario. What? Oh
0: god, I forgot it wasn't real. Oh
1: god. Is it hot in here? <laughs> now it's cold. He's got my umber wave.
0: Steve, Where's my underwear? I love that you can just your encyclopedic memory of every episode is cut. Remember the Christy Cornwall? No, uh, I don't remember Christy Cornwall.
1: She was the one that went um, jogging and door- we shut Georgia um, yeah. down. Remember yeah, that yeah, day yeah. we shut Georgia down? Totally. I know we shut a lot of towns down here.
0: <laughs> Sorry, but we we do like to evacuate on this podcast. So <laughs> you guys, Patrick really changed after that recording yeah. with Ellen. That day. I think I like women now. <laughs> So weird. <laughs> so weird. So you just burped? I didn't burp. I did not. Why do you burp in here? I you didn't. are a filthy. You're. You I are not. Like this. I hiccuped. Uh- It was a hiccup. Now you're gaslighting me. Anyway, continue. Put that in the outtakes. <laughs>